Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on sprinkler systems. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. I'm Garth Haslam, the Home Medic, and you're Heidi Hansen. Good morning. You were Heidi Hansen yesterday. <laughs> I'm still Heidi Hansen. And a uh, pretty good chance that uh, I think we know who you're going to be tomorrow. <laughs> we want to discuss this time the sprinkler system generally, how to save water, how to use the timer box, and we've got a few segments that we're going to talk about those sorts of things. This particular segment, I want to talk about do's and don'ts, Heidi, with the sprinkler system. That sounds good. You and I both have one. I do. They are the curse of homeowners everywhere. <laughs> but and it would be a curse not to have one, right? Uh, that's possibly <laughs> true. If you live in Florida and it rains all the time, or if you live in Oregon, Washington, and it rains all the time, you probably don't need a sprinkler system. Well, it would be nice to not have to worry about that. In Florida, they've got snakes instead. Yeah. If you, if you live in a more arid sort of uh, area, then you're going to have a sprinkler system. And there are things that you want to know because, as always, the $10 rule and the $10,000 rule still applies. So, sprinkler types. Tell me about your sprinkler system, Heidi. Oh, okay. I have rainbirds, and they cover most of the grass, but there are a few places where the sprinklers have gone wild. They're doing their own thing. And <laughs> one of them likes to spray right into the street. While the rest are on the lawn, this one's going right into right the street. Right into the street. So yeah. by rainbirds, you probably mean the rotating impact <laughs> heads. Is that right? Probably, yes. Okay. And those usually have a reach of 25 to 40-ish feet. Yeah, they, they reach out really well. The, the negative thing is if you drive over them, which unfortunately sometimes people drive on the lawn to wash their car, then it's gone. It's destroyed and it's uh -huh. shooting in the wrong direction and can't seem to fix it. Okay, here's today's two-bit tip. <laughs> That's right. You can actually put, it's called a funny pipe, it's basically a rubberized sort of a pipe that goes from your PVC line over to that sprinkler head so that you can drive over it all day long and you haven't damaged it. Mm, okay. Those are available at places like Home Depot and Lowe's and True Value, those, those sorts of places. So you have two general different types of sprinkler heads. You've got the fixed spray hat heads, which are going to, maybe they spray a half circle all right. the time. There's no rotating, it's just that's what they're spraying. Uh, or you can have the rotor type heads, and those are the kind that it sounds like you're employing, at least for part of your system. And those are the ones where hopefully you get an arc. Yeah, I do get an arc. I think something, I mean, something malfunctioned. It didn't start out to be heading into the road, but it's really hard. You go there and mess around with it, and it's hard to get it to go back where it's supposed to now. The rotor heads can be more difficult because sometimes they wear out, and then they're just going to get stuck in one position, and they're just going to water that one part of the grass really well forever. Right. And the rest of it goes dry. Mm-hmm. So if you're summarizing your house, <laughs> as opposed to winterizing then uh, you're going to want to take a look at your sprinkler heads. If you've got those big rotor heads and they're spraying out 30 feet and 10 feet away from them, you've got the house or the street, you've got the wrong size head going there. Okay. So you live on a 10-acre lot, right? Mm, almost. Yeah. Divide by 10 or so. <laughs> <laughs> or 20. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the more chopped up your yard is, the less you're going to want to go with those rotor heads. 
connections, and I mentioned that briefly, you've got a material called a funny pipe. So rather than run your sprinkler head directly into the PVC, both of those are brittle. Right. And so you run over that with a car or even a bicycle or a lawnmower or whatever it is, you've jammed two items that are brittle, and there's a good chance that both of them are going to break. And now you have a repair project to do, and once again, you're losing water, and the rest of the system isn't working, and life starts to suck. Exactly. So the easy fix for that, again, is to go with the funny pipe. It's another... I'm going to say $1 or $2 per head because you've got the elbows that you've got to buy in addition to a foot or so of the honey pipe. But it sure does make life a lot easier when it comes time to repair the damage that is there when, when you didn't do it that way. So, yeah, and once you've already installed your sprinkler system, how hard is it and how expensive is it to go back and correct it and put those funny pipes in? Super duper easy. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what you do, normally a sprinkler head is going to be, you're going to have a T off of the main PVC line. Right. Above that is going to be just a, a sleeve, usually a, a threaded sleeve, and then you're going to thread the spray head onto that. Okay. And that's the old-fashioned, annoying, have lots of leaks way. <laughs> The uh, the funny pipe method is going to be, you've still got the thread coming off of the PVC line, but instead you're going to put in basically an elbow, or it could even be a sleeve. On one side, you're, you've got the threads. On the other side, you've basically got a barb, and that barb goes to a little hose. The hose goes to the, the sprinkler head. Okay. So instead of running it direct, you've got a hose in between the two. And with that hose there, it's flexible. It can move all over the place. At that point, you can run over it. So, you, like I say, you've got an extra maybe dollar or two worth of parts, and that's expensive until you start running into the expense of replacing things. Oh, yeah. I can afford a dollar or two. Yeah. Another thing I would have you be aware of as part of the inspections that I do, you've got a glue that is used on the PVC. Sometimes it's blue. You want to use that on the PVC. If you've got threads, you do not need it on the threads. Oh, okay. Uh, what happens if, if you got those threads and you screw it on, sometimes you need to screw it off because a, a head could wear out. It, you know, anything could happen. Exactly. If you glue that thing on, you've got to cut the PVC and physically replace all of the above. Oh, you're right. When you've got a problem. So there are a few things that I want to make sure that you don't do as you're doing your sprinkler system. Please. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a basement, or if you don't have a basement, maybe you've got a crawl space, but don't spray over or into the window well. That is begging for trouble. And as the home inspector, I've seen thousands of homes where you have these huge water issues that are just caused because somebody was spraying over or into or near a window well and window well fills up with water we've got water in the basement we've got a mold remediation problem blah 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 mm. uh, another thing that can happen do you know anybody who has a lab dog heidi uh no not right now but we used to long yeah. long time ago i used to have a lab she of course loved water as all labs do right 
And anytime she saw a sprinkler head, she would gleefully run over and tear it off. Oh, wow. That's funny. So imagine a, your sprinkler system if all the sprinkler heads were somehow magically removed, <laughs> magically or via lab puppy. <laughs> you know, if you've got that big old geyser going there and all of a sudden it's filling your window well, you've got a disaster in a big fat hurry. Yeah, you do. By all means, don't spray the window well. Don't spray the house either. Um, it won't grow, <laughs> and, or, or it won't grow the kind of way you, you might want it to. If you've got drainage toward the foundation, maybe your sprinkler head is a few feet away as it should be, but if you've got a drainage slope that is forcing water back towards the foundation, that's, of course, going to be a very similar problem. And, yeah, just yesterday, in this home that I moved into, I had to cap a couple of sprinkler heads that were right near the window well because, to my great surprise, I've got ponding water in my unfinished basement oh. as we speak. Ooh. It can happen to the best of us. Yes. Or, in my case, perhaps the worst of us. It can happen. I want you to be aware of those things. And as you're, as you're prepping for summer, make sure that you're not going to, as you're turning your sprinkler system on, have those sorts of issues where you're filling your basement. Nobody needs a free swimming pool in their basement. No, not so fun. Heidi, thank you very much. You are now <laughs> master of your mansion, even if your mansion is, what, an igloo in the... Yeah, tent, teepee, whatever you want to, you know. Let's go for igloo in the tropical forest this Ooh, now that's fun. Short-lived. That, ooh, yeah. Uh, HomeMedicUSA.com. If you need a pro, that's where you go. And finally, be you because... Everybody else is taken. 